entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show. I'm glad you're here. Today, we are focusing on what is commonly called conscious capitalism. We're going to give you more information on that topic than we're going to listen to an interview we did a few weeks ago with Bob Chapman, who is chairman and CEO of a company called Barry Waymiller. And we're going to close the show with very specific information about the way Barry Waymiller does business. Let me spell Waymiller. It's W E H. M-I-L-L-E-R. Company is Barry Waymiller. And what we're going to be talking about is conscious capitalism and his company and other companies. I'm Marty Wolf, and along with my sidekick, Carrie Carney, and our producer, Tom Jenkins, we are going to do our best to inform, educate, and inspire you, our audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and professionals who seek excellence. Bob Chapman believes that business can change the world. He'll say that in the interview. Based on all the sadness and conflict in our country and around the world, I think we need to take a close look at what Bob is talking about and what conscious capitalism is all about. I think we need some solutions, and I think business can be a major contributor. So maybe that's my opinion, which I normally don't express, Carrie and Tom. I'm, I'm not no, sure. No, you hold back. You're rather reserved on what you're thinking about. Yes, but I think this is an important subject matter. Well, I definitely think we need solutions instead of just being on the radio and complaining about it. Yeah, there you go. So we're going to do our best to inform, educate, and inspire um, the audience, which is primarily business people. Let's start with... Um, Conscious capitalism. I'll keep using those words to get it into your brain. And I think this started this in Ernst. This started with a gentleman named John McKay, who is the um, chairman and co-founder of Whole Foods Market, and he, along with a co-author, wrote the book Conscious Capitalism. And what they're what they talk about is that you know the inherent good of both business and capitalism. And they illustrate how these forces can and do work very powerfully to create value for all stakeholders. I will repeat who the stakeholders are several times during our show today. Stakeholders are defined as customers, employees, suppliers, investors, society, and the environment. This whole idea of conscious capitalism is actually practiced by a lot of companies that we may not happen realize it's happening. We already mentioned Whole Foods Market, Southwest Airlines, Costco, Google, Pentagonia, The Container Store, UPS, and dozens of others. So with you, you're probably from, you're definitely familiar with UPS. You're definitely familiar with Google. Some of us may not be that familiar with the container store or Whole Foods because we may not have those in our markets. Well, we don't have Costco here, but they've been in the news a lot for the right things. Yeah. Yeah. So if you Google those words, conscious capitalism, here's what you're going to find. And let me read the definition. Conscious capitalism builds on the foundations of capitalism, which is defined as voluntary exchange, entrepreneurship, 
competition, freedom to trade, and the rule of law. These are essential to a healthy, functioning economy, as are other elements of conscious capitalism, which include trust, compassion, collaboration, and value creation. Get that, Tom? You're letting that sink in? Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. All right. Also, if you look at their website, you're going to see they talk about four pillars of conscious capitalism. And, Carrie, we're going to do our best to explain these. Uh, What the four are, higher purpose, stakeholder orientation, conscious leadership, and a conscious culture. So within the confines of our time in segment one, we're going to review the four pillars of conscious capitalism. As I often do in this show, in case you're sitting there thinking this does not apply to you, don't fall into that trap. If you have a small business, a startup business, you want to expand, you want to learn these lessons from Bob Chapman and things that we're talking about today. Okay, higher purpose. Recognizing that every business has a purpose that includes, but is more than, making money. Higher purpose. Positive vision for the future. Stakeholder orientation. Recognizing that the interdependent nature of life and human foundations of a business, a business needs to create value with and for its various stakeholders, I won't ask for a test to say who those stakeholders are, Tom and Carrie. I'll, I'll Customers, employees, vendors, investors, communities, etc., etc., everything involved. I'm, I am impressed. You're paying attention. Yes, this I is, am. This is good. Stakeholder orientation. Again, understand who the stakeholders are. That one, you know, how many, how many times have you been working for a company where they don't include their vendors in the mix? That's a really good point, That's Carrie. the one that jumps out to me. And vendors have such a huge impact on your business. Mm-hmm. And they can. Misty Young, when we interviewed Misty Young and she was in the restaurant business, we asked her that question. She said, oh, absolutely. So let's keep moving. Pillar number three in terms of conscious capitalism is conscious leadership. Human social organizations are created and guided by leaders, people who see a path and inspire others to travel along that path. Higher purpose of business and focus on creating value for and harmonizing the interest of all the stakeholders. These have to work together to make this make sense, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Fourth pillar is conscious culture. Um, this is the basis of conscious culture. The basis is the values, principles, practices underlying the social fabric of a business, which permeates the atmosphere of a business and connects the stakeholders to each other. So this whole idea of vision and mission and values all connects well to what you're all about. For instance, if you were to look at Whole Foods, their motto or vision or mission is whole foods, whole people, whole planet. And that emphasizes that, I'm reading from their page now, emphasizes that our vision reaches far beyond just being a food retailer. Our success in fulfilling our vision is measured by customer satisfaction, team member happiness, and excellence. Return on capital investment. 
improvement in the state of the environment, and local and larger community support. Now, I want you to underline in your mind the word return on capital investment, because sometimes we think it's just this is a lot of fluff. This is not. Conscious capitalism just blends the well-being of everybody, because if you don't have a sustainable company, and if you're not doing the things you need to do to grow your business, you won't be able to serve your customers, your employees, or your vendors. Making sense, guys? We got in our last 20, cents, 20 seconds making sense? They make it like a three-legged stool. You got to take care of your customers, your people, and then the, everyone else involved in the process. And we're now going to listen to Bob Chapman, the uh, chairman and CEO of, as I mentioned, Barry Waymiller. And really what he's talking about is conscious capitalism. So you listen to the Business Builder Show. We'll be right back. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychecks right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab is going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? <laughs> said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. You know, recently, I saw an article in the May 2014 edition of Inc. Magazine that featured a company named Barry Waymiller and its CEO, whose name is Bob Chapman. We are lucky enough that Bob Chapman is with us today. You know, Bob, tell us about your company. It's Barry, it's Barry Waymiller. Tell us about the company. What do you do? Give us some background uh, on your company. The company is just over 120 years old. It was established by Mr. Barry and Mr. Waymiller back in the 1885 time frame to build industrial equipment initially for the brewing industry. And that, that, that early beginning in the early 1900s, 
uh, allowed the company to develop a market position that lasted for some years. And my family bought into the company in the 1960s when it was struggling. Mm-hmm. And the Waymillers were working, looking for an exit. So I entered this business out of uh, a business school with an undergraduate in accounting and an MBA from Michigan. And, you know, I, I had a very traditional, I, I can consider traditional good education. Uh, I went to school to, to develop skills so that I could go out and become a business manager and create value and have a successful career. And in hindsight, uh, you know, in terms of my, the challenge I faced with this business, I initially deployed those things that I learned in school, which was about creating shareholder value and maximizing profit and growing revenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, in all honesty, I don't recall in what I consider to be a traditional good education ever uh, being taught that my journey, my journey through life, my journey in the company would affect other people's lives. Mm. Uh, it was always about me and my success. And I believe that both what, the way I was taught and what I experienced when I got out of school was that people uh, were a function. They weren't uh, special. They were just, they were an accountant, they were an mm-hmm. engineer, they were a receptionist, they are uh, a sales individual. And, you know, that's just kind of what I realized. And in the journey to try and take a very challenged $20 uh, million company in, in the early 19, uh, late 1970s when my dad died suddenly and I was 30, you know, I deployed classical things uh, to try to grow the company, uh, to give it a future from its history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short version of that is uh, we grew it dramatically, but it didn't grow it with good financial fundamentals. And so we had another crisis in 1983 where we developed from that some good strategies. Again, back to my business education is about strategy, creating value, growth engines, creating profitability. So we, we developed that. But along this journey, I also was uh, raising a, a family mm-hmm. and learning about the fundamentals of being a good steward of those precious lives that come into uh, our families through birth. And, uh, and over time, over this, if you will, kind of common platform of personal growth, trying to develop a company, trying to, to be a good steward of the family, uh, I saw over time, the migration of the thinking uh, to the point that I realized uh, that in developing the business and developing the family, it was really identical. It was about the the people whose lives that my journey allowed me the privilege of either parenting or leading in a business. And so that's kind of how our birth of this culture emerged. It was It was the stimulation of trying to be a good father, a good spouse, a good family member. While I was developing this company, and I started seeing these parallels uh, of of responsibility. So I would say to you that uh, uh, it's dramatically different than I remember being educated on. Mm -hmm. And I was a member of, of, of several business organizations, and it was always about me and my success. It was never the impact I made on other people's lives in the course of creating value. And and it was that revelation through several initiatives that all of a sudden I realized that uh, it's about creating value for everyone along the journey, and that's the measure of true success. So that's, 
And so we, in the process, again, our business strategies evolved over time to be very successful, but it was really absent a cultural strategy of stewardship towards those people whose lives we asked to join us. So that's kind of the revelation. That's why Inc. Magazine thought it was audacious that we actually care about the people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whose lives we invite to join us in this journey. And the other huge learning that I would share with all your audience is that the way we treat people in the environment, professional environment, let's call it work, but in that professional environment profoundly impacts the way they go home and treat those people under their stewardship. Never occurred to me, never have read about this. It's always about getting more out of your people, getting more engagement, getting more productivity, et cetera, like they're, like they're a machine tool or a, a, a machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we realized, we came to realize because people told us this, as we migrated towards a more caring culture, a truly human culture, which treats people as uh, precious individuals, not functions, that they would go home and dramatically change the way they parented, the way they cared for their spouse, the way they interacted with their parents. And so what we saw was in this journey that business is the most powerful force for good or bad uh, in the world because of the amount of hours people entrust with us and the impact it makes upon their self-image. And Bob, you are now impacting. You are the chairman and CEO of the company. And you are now up to how many team members? Uh, All in in multiple locations in several companies, correct? Well, I would. That's a great point. Thank you. Uh, The the company is a very global. We have five companies in Italy, five or six in England, Budapest, two in Germany, India. We have five hundred people. We have eight thousand four hundred team members around the world. Mm -hmm. And this this initiative that I'm talking to you about, truly human leadership is a global perspective. Everywhere I go in the world, people want to know, profoundly want to know, who they are and what they do matters. And when you, through your leadership, you validate that they matter and what they do matters, you profoundly affect those lives. And people give you the gracious gift of feeling cared for and giving everything they have towards your common purpose. We don't do it to get more productivity or engagement. We do it because they have offered to join our organization and share their gifts, and that is a profound gift they're giving to us. And in return, our obligation, our sense of stewardship is to protect those lives that have been entrusted to us. Simon Sinek, uh, you know, who features us in his book, calls it the circle of safety. that you go to work and you feel safe, you mm-hmm. feel valued, you feel uh, uh, that you're in a place where people care about you. And we can dramatically change the world in doing so. The other thing I would add, just for your audience standpoint, if you said to me, what is my biggest learning? I would say to you, in the course of trying to create the transit transformation from managers into leaders, we elected to teach a course on uh, communication skills. And what we have found is the greatest single uh, leadership quality is listening. Listening, yep. Because it, and, 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 the, and again, in our education system, you know, all the way through universities, 
we teach people, you know, economics and math and the state capital of Idaho, but we don't teach people the most fundamental skill that's going to allow them to both live a full life and allow others, which is the skill of listening. And that is one of the biggest learnings that I would share with everybody. And uh, we now offer all over the country uh, on, a, on an evolving scale uh, classes in communication, which teaches people to listen, which teaches people fundamentals of human relationships that is powerful. Well, Bob, we have so much to talk about, but believe it or not, we're already down to 30 seconds in our first segment. So we are going, we are speaking with Bob Chapman, and he is the chairman and CEO of a company called Barry Waymiller. And what we're talking about is what he's describing as truly human leadership. There is so much we are going to get through, but you are at this point listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. We'll be right back after this short message. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychex right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. Dear business owner, the shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. Informing, educating, and encouraging. The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Our special guest today is Bob Chapman, and he is the chairman and CEO of a company called Barry Waymiller. And Waymiller is spelled W-E-H-M-I-L-L-E-R. And before I forget, which I'm sure I won't forget, but how is the best way to people to connect with you and your company, Bob? I would say to you that we have just upgraded our website, uh, which is Barry Waymiller Building a Better World. And... Uh, all of what I've talked to you about is available on that website. You can go to the cultural piece of it, and my talks around the country are on there. An animation, which is powerful, is right on the main page of the website, which kind of 
brings it down to succinct, kind of entertaining 10-minute uh, animation of our uh, message. So I, I would say to you that anybody that goes to uh, BarryWemler.com and goes to Barry Wimler Better World and pushes the uh, button right on the main left side, we'll see the animation of this message, which captures, I believe, most of what we're talking about. Excellent. Well, Bob uh, is setting out and is, at this point, changing the world in his context is what he calls truly human leadership. So my question is, why are you doing this and are there rewards for doing this, and, and for whom? The why is, um, is a pretty uh, powerful question, and I would say to you the why is because I feel that I have been blessed by some higher power with the awareness of the way the world ought to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the only way I can honestly explain the revelations I've had you know, being a very traditional businessman mm-hmm. with goods, you know, who evolved over after having made some horrendous mistakes. And I would say to your audience, the greatest learnings I came was from the mistakes I made. And the good news is I was young enough when I made them to have a chance to, to live through them and learn from them. And so I, we developed some very good value creation strategies. But I, I tell you something, it didn't connect to my heart. Mm, that's an important it, part, right. It, it connected to my sense of traditional measures of success. The company was growing. We were doing acquisitions. We're good in getting. We're creating shareholder value. But it was the. It was that day when I realized that the, the, the story people love the most is the classic wedding story, where you know I watched a father, a friend of mine, walk his daughter down the aisle. And everybody thought she was so precious in the course of the ceremony and, and, and giving the hand of this young lady to a young man. And that day, I realized something that had a profound impact on me. I realized that everybody that works for me is somebody's precious child. Mm-hmm. They're not a function. And so the why became real empowering to me. The second was with a conversation with a gentleman named Steve in our Green Bay operation who said as a result of our leadership style, he was talking to his wife more. Mm. And what he meant was that, and what he said, which was profound, he said, you know, before this leadership model, you know, I'd come to work, I'd punch in, I'd be told what to do, nobody ever asked me what I thought, I'd get 10 things right and I wouldn't hear a word, and I'd get one thing wrong and I'd get my ass chewed out. Mm. And he said, I'd go home each night not feeling very good about myself. And when I went home feeling that way, in hindsight, I realized I wasn't the nicest person to my family when I got home. He said, as a result of your leadership model, I go home feeling better about myself. People ask me what I think. I contribute to making things better. I feel a sense of of contribution, not a function, but I feel valued. And when I feel that way, I'm nicer to my wife, and I find that when I'm nicer to her, she talks to me. Wow. So we connected the dots that if we can send people home feeling fulfilled, we have a chance of raising a generation of kids who will look at their parents with the ability to listen to each other, to validate the worth of each other, and we can change the world. Business can change the world by the way we uh, accept the stewardship of the lives entrusted to us. And I have never heard or read this, that the way we lead in business affects the way we parent, the, the way we deal with our spouses, the way we deal with our family. 
So the why is that I, some for some reason, was given the gift of the awareness of this, which I've had to dis- talk, a chance to talk about all over the country, and I find a universal reaction. Grown men and women cry mm-hmm. when exposed to this because they said, I never thought about that. Well, so, you, you are speaking across the country, so that's where I want to go now. Are you sharing? How are you sharing this message with other business leaders so that they can see this, I guess? Well, the answer is severalfold. First of all, I have a TED Talk. Simon Sinek introduced me uh, to the, the TED venue, and I had a chance to do a TED Talk that's been watched by 50,000 people. Uh, a, a, a really outstanding gentleman in Green, Grand Rapids, Michigan, introduced us the idea of animation. We've now created an animation message. Mm-hmm. We're working with universities. We have an, uh, an outreach program where we take and our... our actually talking to other companies that want to become truly human organizations and are committed to doing so to take them through the how. If they get mm-hmm. the why, mm-hmm. we take them through the high. Wow. And Penguin Books has signed a contract with us to publish a book on truly human leadership that should be, we should finish writing this fall. We're in the midst of writing the how, and we hope this book will become the foundational book on leadership in the world that anybody aspiring to go into a position of leadership would read this book and from that understand the profound responsibility and opportunity to shape other people's lives through the privilege of leadership. Uh, So our goal is to take this gift we've been given that we know could change the world as we know it for the positive and reduce dramatically the amount of conflict in the world, improve marriages and child rearing and communities, and we're trying to find thoughtful ways to share that through your program here today, through books, through TED Talk, through speeches I give around the country, through our website. Anything we can do, uh, we are empowered to do because we feel we've been given an amazing gift that has been validated by some of the most thoughtful people we have ever met. Well, one of those thoughtful people, Bob, is, and believe it or not, again, we're down to the last minute of the show, is Simon Sinek, and his book, his chapter two, is devoted to your company, and Simon's latest book is Leaders Eat Last. Tell me, was that fun working with Simon? Well, Simon was amazing. Simon, uh, when he first met me, and he came and, because he didn't believe what he heard, and he came and spent two days with us, and he said, I am no longer a nutty idealist. He said, because if it, if it exists, it must be possible. And Simon's dream is that you would walk along the streets in New York, tap anybody on the shoulder and say, do you like your job? And they'd say, no, I don't like my job. I love my job. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Simon trans- transitioned from his why message to his circle of safety to leaders eat last. And his book, uh, right up until the last few months, was going to be called Truly Human Leadership. Mm. Because Simon and now, and I, we are doing what he believes uh, is the right way to lead. And he calls the leaders eat last. It has nothing to do with eating. It has to do with serving those people who you have the privilege of serving. So Simon has become a powerful voice for our truly human leadership in the world. And we are totally aligned in trying. I mean, Simon would say to you that he has never seen anything like this. And he is going to carry this message beyond my years in places I never imagined in the hopes that we can change the world for the better and reduce the amount of conflict in the world 
through the power of business leadership, not management. Bob Chapman, chairman and CEO of Barry Waymiller, thank you so much for being on the Business Builder Show. You, in fact, are changing the world, and thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you, sir. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab is going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? (laughs) Said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. (laughs) This is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Dear business owner, the shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Well, I hope we are informing, educating, and inspiring you today. Um, The lessons from Bob Chapman, I think, are very powerful. Uh, I think very uh, can apply to just about anybody. Any business, that is. And so I thought, Carrie and Tom, what we would do is we would go even deeper into the Barry Waymiller company. I went to their website. We printed some stuff out here that we'll talk about in terms of what they're doing, how they're sharing things with their employees, with their associates, and anybody who wants to see it. So we're not sharing anything that's not readily available. So if you're a business person and you want to follow this model, just go to... Barry Waymiller's um, website. Spell Waymiller again. It's W-E-H-M-I-L-L-E-R. So the first thing that I saw, Carrie, was something they called Guiding Principles of Leadership. Now, let me interject this that I wanted to, then I didn't. Think about all this in terms of conscious capitalism that we talked about at the first segment. Yes. Bob didn't say those words in, in, during his interview, but that's what we're talking about. Well, they say it right below their logo, building a better world through business. Correct, right on their logo. So it's right there. 
So one of the things they talk about is guiding principles of leadership. They say, we measure success by the way we touch the lives of people. I like that personally, because so many people base success on how much money did I make? And this is how much did they touch the lives of people? And remember, Bob said, we don't we we get more success from it, but we don't do it just because of that. Right. He had this uh, uh, epiphany, and Carrie, this is where we can kind of talk about what what we talked about during the break is that he didn't start out this way. Remember, he went to standard. He went to a business school, applied the same principles, and then he had uh, an aha moment, and he talked about a wedding, and he said, "You know what? There's a better way." And what he decided was a better way, along with his team, is conscious capitalism. So, Kerry, what we talked about is that all the companies we've mentioned mm-hmm. didn't necessarily start out this way. No, like we thought maybe Whole Foods may have started this way, but certainly United Parcel Services has been around for a long time. Yeah, yes. And, and I don't know what their culture was at the right. beginning. I'm assuming, right. like we said, it was pretty deep, pretty simple in terms of, you know, effectiveness. I think very generic with what you would think large businesses were being run like in right. the 20th century. Part of Barry Waymiller's guiding principles of leadership, a clear and compelling vision embodied with a sustainable business model, which fosters personal growth. That's what they're talking about. Sustainable business model. Don't forget that certainly you can have the right intentions, but you have to do business. You've got to do good business. It continues to talk about leadership creates a dynamic environment that is based on trust, brings out and celebrates the best in each individual, allows for teams and individuals to have a meaningful role, inspires a sense of pride, challenges individuals, and liberates everyone for true success. And they use the word measurables and leaders. Um, Trust people superbly, it says, and compensate them fairly. Now, I got an idea. You could take everything they've just said and put it into a parenting magazine. Great thought. That's the ideal that every parent would want their children to grow up in. And Bob actually mentions that. Yep. He's tiny. He said, as I was going through life as trying to be a good dad and as a good, uh, you know, a, a good family man, he said, I realize it connects, Carrie, to mm-hmm. you're bringing home that point. Now, it says treat people superbly and compensate them fairly. Well, that can be really subjective. Right. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you mean by that? So that so that's one thing that they talk about. Then they talk about the living legacy of leadership. Now, that word leadership has come up a lot in segment one. Bob's uh, interview. We're talking about Barry Way Miller's website and talks about the living legacy of leadership. It says the convergence of the guiding principles of leadership and lean enterprise. Lean enterprise, folks, if you're not in manufacturing, you may not know what that means. What it means is that you cut out all possible costs. You, you, anything that is extra, you get rid of. So lean enterprise means that. Now, sometimes lean enterprise <laughs> gets too lean. Yes. We won't go down that road. Right. You know, right. Too deep, you know. Um, but that's what that means. Barry Waymiller says, we commit to a sustained leadership model that creates a culture where each of us returns home with the sense of fulfillment. Let me repeat that. Where each of us returns home with the sense of fulfillment. Now, remember this, too, in context. Barry Way Miller has 8,400 employees worldwide. All different cultures, all different places. 
this thought process, they are integrating everywhere they are. Bob Chapman and his team believes that people should go home from work happy, fulfilled. And when they get home, do you remember what he said? He talks about it in his information. He says, if you go home and you're happy, fulfilled, and you feel like you contributed to the workplace, what happens when you get home? Positive things happen under your own home. You contribute to the home life in a positive sense, yeah. Doesn't this make sense, boys Mm -hmm. and girls? Direct connection. (laughs) Doesn't this make sense? I mean, it really does. If your first thing in the door after a day of work is you kick the dog and scream at somebody, it's probably not going to be a very productive environment. (laughs) Usually doesn't work out good. Right, Tom? No. No, it doesn't. So, no, if you're into that kind of vicious cycle, guess what? The next morning comes and you report to work at 7 o'clock. You had a miserable day, a miserable night, I should say, at home, Mm -hmm. whatever shift you're working, that is. And guess what? Your productivity at work does what? Drops. Drops. Of course it drops. Disengagement. Go out of your way not to uh, share ideas. Just. Correct. It's a vicious cycle. Another part of their living legacy of leadership. They want to create a partnership of trust that fosters an environment of responsible freedom. Let me say those words again. Responsible freedom. Here's the way I would interpret that. It's all about, we're going to give you some leeway as long as you earn it, and as long as you look at it, that you are contributing to your team members, to the organization, to your family, to your community, to your vendors. You make decisions responsibly. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, Kerry? Yep. That contributes to everything that makes for positive contribution. In business, that's the seed of innovation. It, it really you is. You learn each day to do things a little bit better, uh, maybe save costs, treat people right. That That's where it all, gen- that's the genesis of it. Working as a team, which by itself is a social connecting kind of environment. You're, you may be working on that machine for an hour or two, but then you go to a team meeting and you talk about how things went. You, you connect and you say for the greater good. That's the way you think about it. Not just like Tom, as you said earlier, not simply for my own well-being. Well, so, think of the one company we were at. And we saw all the metrics as opposed to what you would just see in a sales manager or yeah. sales meeting. What was the bottom line? Yeah. Shipping, failure rates. I mean, throughout the whole manufacturing facility, everybody knew where they stood. You want to learn more about this stuff, go to Barry Waymiller's website. As a matter of fact, study what we've shared with you today, but Barry Waymiller has the Barry Waymiller University. I'm not making any money on this, by the way, just in case (laughs) case I'll, I'll put the disclaimer out there. I just think that these folks are offering business owners such a wonderful opportunity. So go to their website, check out Barry Waymiller University stuff. They have information there for free, and you can actually sign up to learn more about what is commonly called conscious capitalism, and it applies to any size business. Wow. Carrie and Tom, whoo. I'm tired after all of that, you know? I need another cup of coffee. Boy, I'm telling you, you know? So we set out to inform, educate, and inspire you. My hope is that we did most of that today. My thanks to Carrie and Tom for all your help making this show something we are very proud of. A special thank you again to Bob Chapman of Barry Waymiller. I encourage you to go to their website, learn what they're doing there, maybe sign up to attend one of their classes. I would also encourage you to look at Whole Foods, 
their company, the container store, maybe even pick up the book Conscious Capitalism. Tony Robbins tells us success leaves clues. The company we talked about are successful in almost every measure. Not perfect, but successful. Our guest next week will be David Long. David will be talking about the success he has had at his business and how he decided to write a book called Built to Lead. Thanks for listening to the Business Builder Show and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab, it's going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? He said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving, but my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call, but I know I need help. We're Paychecks. And we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychex right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277.